0: Welcome to episode 18 or season two, episode two of the Fukoma podcast. Uh, I am joined again by Nellie Edwards. Thanks for being here.
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah, and there
0: won't be any video, just you know, so you know. To... Oh, that's good because <laughs> yeah. the. Now he, was, now he was waving. <laughs> so he was waving to everybody. But, um, yeah, it, it hasn't even been that long. You were, I think, you were episode uh, thirteen, or so, I believe. Um, so you've it hasn't been it hasn't been long, but this time is a little different because we are still in the middle of a pandemic. Yes, um, we I are. I don't have any idea what day it is usually um you know I I basically I I read the time by the sun you know (laughs) uh, back to that but I'm not outside so it's like you know I kind of like I really I do a lot of guesstimating
1: (laughs) um are you still busy working
0: um well my my day job it's it's really other things have to kind of start in motion again yeah, had to be busy, we kind of got through the initial round of answering questions and helping people get situated uh, in the insurance world, um, but now it's just like, what happens next? You know, there are many more steps you can take. So, uh, so that's been fine, but it's really just kind of felt like a like a dream. You know, like every day literally has felt like a repeat of the day before, and it's like you can you can act like you're gonna get really inspired and. It's uh, like the time I went to jail, and when I was in jail, I was going to write all this comedy, right? I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll have all this Wait. time to write all this comedy. This is back in, like, when 2005. When were you in jail? Uh, for a month in 2005. Wow. Uh, I had two How DUIs. Was it? Uh, it was the longest month of my life. Um literally longest month of my life. Although this one's getting up there, but at least I have the comforts of my own home. But yeah, you stay not, not... in
1: touch with friends you made in jail?
0: Uh, no, that's actually what they tell you not to do. And uh, although there was somebody in, who was in there when I got there, who was a friend from high school who used to like sell drugs and guns in high school. And he actually, because I knew him, I got to like sit at the cool table, like right away. And, like, I was, like, po- instantly popular. Whereas the first day, I remember, I got there, and I just went to my room, and I didn't come out. Because they were yelling at me when I came in. And I was, like, like I got lucky the whole time I didn't get a roommate. Every time somebody new would come in, I'd be like, please do not say, what was 1113? Like I forget. I think, was name of my, I think that was my cell number. Um, so, yeah, it was a long month. But I thought that I would be able to write, because that was when I was doing stand-up a lot. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to be able to write. I'm going to leave here with, like, 200 pages of material and I didn't write a fu- I wrote like three things that would only be funny to people who have been to jail <laughs> and uh it was like just so <laughs> well, you sterile. shows
1: like that.
0: Yeah just so sterile and like just uninspiring. I just read literally every Stephen King book I could get my hand on because it's like mindless and long. I read like It The Stand, Needful Things um or more I think it was Salem's Lot. I just like plowed through. I and mean, when you read a lot of Stephen King books uh, consecutively, it's interesting. They they get a little repetitive. Some of the stuff there, but that's fine.
1: They do yeah. get repetitive, and they it, it kind of fucks you up a little bit.
0: Yeah, but it, you know, having something because it's like a little trashy. It's a little like in parts, and and it's you know it's scary in parts, and so it was cool. It was good. It's good jail um, jail reading.
1: Yeah. Did you save the... the? I'd love to hear the stand-up you wrote in jail.
0: Oh, I, it was like three jokes. It was nothing. It was, it was, I, 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 I don't think it made it out of jail even. I think it, got, it was in the trash can in jail. <laughs> it's now in its own prison. Uh, it's, uh, it's the worst. I'm glad it never saw the light of day. But it's funny. In jail, you learn a lot of things like how to cheat at Monopoly. Um, how like, do you do that? Well, you got to like... It's all about distracting somebody when... You land on their property and getting the next person to roll. Because if the next person takes their turn, that person m- missed out on you having to pay them because they didn't notice. Oh. Things like that. Um, also, you find out you can't actually fit 10 saltine crackers in your mouth at one time. Um, <laughs> even though that sounds. Or, or you can't, yeah, you can't like stuff. Yeah, you can't stuff 10 saltine crackers in your mouth and, and, and swallow them all. Um, even though that sounds easy, it's just too dry. <laughs> you gotta have a drink. Uh, so that was fun. I learned in you know, my physical limitations like that. Um, it was uh, quite the thing. A, I
1: wouldn't. That's something I wouldn't give up on personally. Jail? No. Oh. Like,
0: jail is always salt- going to be an option. Although right now, they, it's I don't think they're sending a lot of people to jail.
1: Fitting but, uh, 10 saltines in your mouth. I, I wouldn't give up on that.
0: It wasn't very pleasant. It was like eating sawdust, really. Yeah. At the end of the day. It was, it was uh, one of those things. that was like, I'd rather eat a pine cone. Um, it was no fun at all, um, but yeah. So that was you know that that was sterilizing, and I think the whole reason I brought that up is because I was like, oh yeah, well this whole pandemic and we're all you know staying at home, you know, on not on not on lockdown, but you know we're all we're all we should be at home more than we should be out, and um, but I'm just like I couldn't give a shit about doing anything, but like drinking. Like, I even eating, I was like, oh, I'm going to get involved in all these crazy, like, you know, multi-course projects. And I've done a couple of those. But, like, for the most part, I I, I think last night marked the third night in a row I had pizza uh, from, you know, Otto, Pat's, and Romeo's. Line them right up. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. But uh, it's just funny. It's like I, I just don't. Because then you wake up again the next day, and it's just like, it literally feels like Groundhog Day. You know, it
1: sucks. <laughs> know. You know, I've been walking like a crazy person. Like, I just get up and walk every day. Like,
0: that's what all these people keep telling me. I just, I don't know. It makes me kind do, of angry because I'm not. No,
1: I, I'm not saying uh, it doesn't feel healthy the way I do it. But I walk by your house sometimes. Nice. And uh, I'm like, last night I walked by, but there was no lights on. And usually I don't go that far. I usually like go through the high school or the um, thing. But I'm like, I wonder what Joe's doing.
0: <laughs> well, I can tell you what I'm doing: I'm drinking in bed. If I'm not, the, if I'm not in the front where I'm having dinner, watching something and drinking, I'm in bed drinking and watching something on my laptop or uh, playing a video game. Um, you know, I clean. I like clean the house. I do like manual tasks that don't require any thought. Yeah. if it comes to like being creative and I think that's the problem is right now is that I think that you get on that thing where you're on such a bender that you know you actually need medical attention to really stop but there's no way you're going to get it right now so it's like I'm just keeping this routine up until it's like you know until they want to see people who aren't on the verge of dying in any kind of emergency room or you know situation (laughs) Because, like, I'm literally... I don't think it would be safe (laughs) for me to to just cut the cord right now. I think that would would be very bad. You do? Yeah. Yeah. And I know my body uh, pretty well.
1: Um, Well, at least you're taking vitamins.
0: Oh, yeah. Vitamins. I got my whole, uh, you know, green drinks, all the stuff in them. And I got, you know, actual medications and injections and all kinds of stuff. You know, and I drink, you know, I still drink you know, five big bottles of Tourmaline Spring Water every day. And so it just balances out. I only drink wine. I'm generally... Right now I'm enjoying a delicious Bar Hill gin. But normally I uh, I just... It's like two bottles of white, two bottles of red. Maybe a third bottle of red if it's like... But lately I've just been passing out after the fourth. Just sort of done. (laughs) It's like there's just not that much to... It's not. It's not fun. It's not like something you do because it's like oh, this is a laugh riot. Like it doesn't
1: sound fun.
0: Just partying over here. It's not a party.
1: No, it just sounds. It sounds like a. It sounds like work.
0: It, oh, it's it's absolutely work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it kills time, um, which I guess is another primary function that I wanted to have.
1: Yeah. Time has time is time is is tough in this.
0: You feel like we Um, should be doing more. You feel like this is a time you can actually reinvent yourself.
1: No, no, no. Don't think that way. Okay, I won't. If you just think, like, I just have to get through this day, and then you do, you feel good about yourself. I mean, the only thing useful I've been doing is walking, but it honestly is like, so I don't um, drink, and so I don't. I don't know what I'm capable of
0: right but... I couldn't imagine um, being on the wagon through this I think that has to take a lot of
1: I wouldn't call what I'm doing on the wagon
0: well you've uh, been I, at it long enough you're sober it's not right, right.
1: and yeah. so uh, I think that um, I think what the walking does you know when you're used to driving takes so fucking long to walk somewhere.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, it's also it's because you're in Yarmouth, Maine. It's the same way, actually, in Portland. When I lived in Chicago, I walked everywhere. And, like, walking ten blocks didn't really feel like very much, because everything just kind of like the streets would go by. It was just like there's something about it that if you walk the same distance in Portland, it feels like five miles longer. I don't know what it is.
1: No, I I get exactly what you mean, but in in Yarmouth, for I walk because, like, I swear to God, no one's there's not many people out.
0: And mostly they're jogging. I've seen a lot of joggers. Ah, oh, fuck the joggers. Fuck the joggers. That, that,
1: that. Like jogging, I I have no desire to get anywhere too quickly because I got nowhere to go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm not trying to rush back because, I mean, I do have a job which I'm pretty psyched about. We're
0: both pretty psyched to have a job.
1: Yeah. But last Seriously, night, I, um, I've walked to Dan's house quite a few times, my ex-husband, because, you know, the kids go back and forth, and um, it's kind of loose, our schedule right now, but um, I-, I just walk there all the time, you know, go pop in, see the kids, maybe have dinner with them, and then walk home, and then it's like, wow, why don't I ever do this? It's You know, he's not that far, he's kind of past you, right. down the hill and up the hill, so... Well, why don't I ever do that, like in real life?
0: I mean, they say that that's really the key to being able to, you know, drink and eat whatever you want and actually live a long time is just staying active Whether and not, and not like, you know, wind sprints and suicides and, you know, like ultra marathons. It's like just walking every day, keeping the muscle memory going, staying flexible, you know, every time you get the heart rate up, you kind of clean the blood out. And, but yeah, I mean... Yeah, and, but, but I, it sucks like the first few times a lot of times suck really bad so they deter you from doing it till it's enjoyable.
1: I enjoy walking and it's never bad, but running I
0: hate. Running is like terrible a, on your knees. Oh.
1: It's, but it's also my lungs, my head, and I am so grumpy while try I'm try, doing try it. Try doing it with
0: 220 extra pounds on you and imagine what that would be like.
1: But why would you? Like, why Why not just walk? We've got so much time right now. Like, just...
0: The runner's high, man.
1: I've never gotten a runner's high. No. Ever.
0: <laughs> no, I've gotten high off, like... Chilies, like eating hot food and other unconventional methods, but definitely never running.
1: You know what I've gotten high off of? What? Andes candies. You know those? Uh, the mints. Those mints. Really? Oh shit! Yeah, those. They give those, they
0: give those to you at Olive Garden still. When you when you, when you really? It's a, a fine
1: line though. It's a fine line between getting high and being bent over on the floor, like in the fetal position, because of the. Um, The mint extract that they put in. Like it? I I don't like. I I like getting high from the sugar and the candy, but there's a fine line. You can't pass it. You gotta kind of listen to your stomach. Yeah, it
0: sounds kind of unpleasant. Yeah, it's not good. One time, I was working when I was working at the liquor store and making very informed decisions every day. uh, We had this whole canister of hot and I had 15 of them, (laughs) and I literally couldn't. Fucking taste anything. It felt like I had Novocaine. You know, I haven't had a hot ball for probably like 10 years. And I was like, I ate one. I'm like, these are good. <laughs> like, They're so good. God, yeah. now
1: I want one. I never see them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I had
0: like 15 of They're them. They're so good. I was supposed to go to, I remember my friend was having me over. We were going to eat tombstone pizza and watch tombstone and drink wine. And I couldn't taste anything. And it was oh the worst. My God. <laughs> it was the worst.
1: That sounds like something. We should do one night.
0: The Tombstone thing. Watch Tombstone and eat Tombstone. Yeah, we should definitely do that. You know, as long as we stay six feet apart.
1: That sounds fun. Well, we could do it like on Skype or whatever. I feel like
0: I'm I'm due because I I I, I'm owed it because the hot balls robbed me of it last time.
1: Wow, hot balls! You know, um, when I was drinking, I just staring at your lamp now. What am I looking at? Oh, sorry. Oh. I discovered um, Fireball, which is like Ugh. the good part of um, Hot Balls, just mm. the like the spit that you swallow yeah, while with, like, you're
0: shitty whiskey added to it. Yeah, I loved it. We went to we, we were filming Food Poma TV, <laughs> and we did our Fort Kent episode in 2011, and it had just come out. And on the way to Fort Kent, I remember in the car we weren't driving. <laughs> My friend Dietz and then Joel, my co-host, and I in the car. We weren't, this what was girl, Erin, was driving, um, so she wasn't. But we had, on the way up, we put away, I think it was uh, 24 PBRs and a bottle of Rumplemans and a bottle of Jameson just on the ride up. And then, then we got there at like 7 p.m. and filmed <laughs> until 2.30 a.m. And I remember going to this bar in Fort Kent called BJ's. It was like the only bar It's like in the middle of town. And everybody kept... Buying us rounds of these fucking fireball shots, and I must have had like eleven of them. And I think on the eleventh one, I was like, "I'm gonna barf," and I go, and I'm like, and I go to use the bathroom, and it's locked, and it's that whole thing where your mouth is going like salivating, like you gotta barf, you gotta barf, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna hold it, I'm gonna hold it, I'm not gonna go outside, I'm gonna, you know, these people, I gotta, you know, you know, I gotta uh, save face, and finally." The door opens, and it's like a girl on her cell phone, because it was a men's thing. And I was like, oh, my God. Then I went in, and it had been long enough that I couldn't. I wanted to throw up, but couldn't anymore. Uh, So I just went out and kind of kept going. But that was really wow. a big fireball night. I used to like Rumpelman's a lot.
1: My fireball night was at Romeo's, and it was in... (laughs) It was in my really, uh, like, a really, really low point in my life. I was 42, hanging out with 22-year-olds. My boyfriend was 22. We were at Romeo's, and I was like, well, this is normal. Um, And we start doing fireball shots. And then we're in, like, a car... And parked in the driveway, blaring music, and I was like, you know when you have those moments where you're kind of, you're having fun, but then you see yourself? Like, I don't know if I was so drunk that I, like, floated out of my body, and I'm like, you're a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you are. And I was like, and the music, it was like in this Car, it was like a white Audi, and like the I don't know what the name of the speakers are, but they're making you it feels like they're on your ears hitting them because you're yeah. so drunk. Yeah, and I was like, You're like, you're not, you're too old, you're too like, what are you doing with your fucking life?
0: Yep, I think that's a reasonable moment to have that revelation. <laughs> You know, I don't think that – I mean, it could be worse. It could be like Alan's Coffee Brandy and, and like heavy cream or something. But
1: I know, but it's not even anywhere cool. It's Romeo's.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely not cool. You're, you're a townie. You're essentially like either I stop now or this is my life.
1: It is. It was like I'm an old cougar townie.
0: Yeah.
1: And – like, that's why I stopped. I mean, I, I guess I'm glad it got that embarrassing. I didn't even stop then. It's not like that moment of floating out of my drunk body and looking at myself, like, honestly, it's not like that was me waking up the next morning going, I have to change now. I went on for a few more years. Like, I didn't, like, it was two more years.
0: Yeah. I mean, that makes of... sense. You don't yeah. usually, most people, I feel like it's only in the movies people have that, like, moment you know for most people i feel like it's a process where you just get so freaking tired of it and run down you know but maybe the moment of clarity is a is a thing what do you think that they're doing now i mean you like i feel like this is a a, a bad thing for a lot of people who have grown accustomed to go to meetings um, Oh,
1: you know what there's a lot of um zoom yeah there's a lot of zoom calls and you know what it's so much better than a meeting because you can actually like I don't know. uh, Sometimes I get squirrely just sitting there. Oh yeah. And, And so I can like cook and like get, get like a, you know, like I've been cooking a shitload. So I like get dinner ready and do the crock pot or I get like, you know, I brown a roast or like, I'm just doing like, and I can also listen at the same time because it's like, I feel like there's a lot of tasks that are kind of mindless,
0: Yeah.
1: but when you're just sitting in them, I'm so squirrely sitting in a meeting. And so I'm like, I can't just go sit still. So I go to way more. I probably go to six meetings a week and, um, geez, have like really, um, heard some really cool people like. I don't go to the meetings where people are like, everything sucks, but I'm still so, like, like w- whatever. I don't fucking want to hear about Well, fucking. those were the
0: worst, and those are a lot of the big ones, too. Like, people who like to go to the ones with, like, 150 people, what are you, you know, they're probably
1: You want to hear how bad it is? No, I fucking don't. Like, the call I was on today, it's like everyone's outside doing shit. One chick's in her kayak. She made herself in California. She's like a friend of a guy yeah. in Maine, and she calls it. Everyone's walking. Everyone's like it's so much cooler than a real meeting because people are physically like I, I, think, uh, I think alcoholics need to be doing a few things at once because that's the only thing that like satisfies our, our brains. Yeah, like and and I'm sure you learn a lot, like by having to sit still and wait your turn talking like that was not anything in my life that had ever happened before. Um, But I feel like the Zoom calls are so cool because people are out like doing shit. This chick is seriously like kayaking. Another one walks every day for an hour while we're talking. Another one like drives around so he could like and everyone's happy. Because they're, like, not stuck, stuck in, in a, a church fucking basement. Somewhere. basement. Like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I just think it's way more powerful, way more helpful, way more real. And if it sucks, you just kind of, like, hang up. You don't have to walk out and have everyone judge.
0: Right. You. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the bathroom, and then you leave to the other door. <laughs> yeah. I've seen you do that. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's important to experience all aspects of the of the uh, hobby <laughs> slash habit slash lifestyle. You know, oh, damn. I've done it all.
1: <laughs> I know you have. You definitely done it all. Uh, but I, I like as your friend, and your neighbor, and a fellow Yarmithian, Yarmouthian, like I don't know, dude. I like. If you need me to give you a ride to the hospital or
0: whatever, like <laughs> I can drive it, myself to the hospital.
1: I know, but what you're doing <laughs> doesn't sound healthy, so it worries me.
0: You know what the good thing about what I'm doing is, is that what? I am getting so friggin' tired of it. <laughs> like, it is taking on such a negative <laughs> connotation, like a negative association. Yeah. That I, I think that when this is over, it could be like, you don't have to be like, fuck, I don't have to do that anymore. Like, that just, it's just like. You can stop That's true. It. Like, I'm literally so over it. Um, I'm just nervous about breaking anything in my routine right now. Um, I'm just kind of maintaining this pace. and. But the problem is with this whole pandemic is that nobody really knows, you know. It, and it doesn't end per se, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, nobody knows. I mean, there obviously there are people who are very pig-headed out there who are going to end it in like three days. <laughs> but you know nobody knows when it's technically going to be over so if it gets on like three more weeks of this routine i'm going to be like you know something has got to give something has got to change
1: okay how about this how about you say i'm only going to drink three bottles tonight and I then actually the next done that night that a couple
0: nights i have trying to kind of taper but it always comes roaring back in one night like yeah. a couple nights in where i'm like fuck this noise it is so i mean look
1: Oh, I wish I could if, help you, you know, man. If, I really do. I know how you feel. I, it's not like I'm sitting there going, like How could you do that? I fucking well, get it. I just want to help. It's just so you.
0: like the problem is, it's just, it's just so you know, I know that life can be a lot worse than this. And actually, my dad came very close to dying. He was in the hospital for two weeks. My sister was in for a week. Her kidneys were failing from the virus. Uh, my father had me on a ventilator. Like,
1: Wait, from COVID?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: What town are they in?
0: Yarmouth. But they had the Seriously? Yeah, they, my dad came very like they he like they had gone to the ER incredibly sick. They had sent him home one night. Two days he started looking like a little better than just like nosedive. Then like, it comes Eleven back. o'clock that night, they'd bring him to the ER and like he like passed out like fifteen like fifteen minutes before he got there, like couldn't breathe. Luckily they got him on a ventilator in time it didn't have to be like a long term one, but he was there for two solid weeks. And he was like, like that they, they weren't actually, you know optimistic i don't think it didn't seem like they were and then my sister how left. long ago well he just got home about a week ago and then my sister like i said was in there oh, i'm
1: so was sorry sick.
0: Dude. and then uh because uh, that's another thing we're realizing that was kidney failures it can be is a common symptom and she's you know 32 and it's like you know now they're they're having a shortage of dialysis machines uh for people if the kidneys do go um so it's been like it's just felt like such a and i don't like blame my drinking or anything on like that um because i don't it's just not what alcohol does for me anymore it's not like a runaway yeah things feel the exact same mm-hmm. whether i'm uh, drinking or not especially things like that um it's almost like you you don't you want to be sober but at the same time i knew i couldn't have contact with any of them so you know whereas if i could i would have felt the need to be sober and be on kind of on call if you will
1: how about your mom was your mom in touch with like around your Yep. Are they and they were all
0: quarantined and she was fine. Yeah, they and were, your mom didn't get it? Didn't get it.
1: That's that's what's amazing about yeah. it. So she probably has also, it. Also,
0: in the middle of it, like on the third day that they were both in the hospital, my mom has to put down the family cat. It was like nineteen.
1: Oh and then
0: uh, so I did Wait, go, not
1: your cat.
0: No, no her cat, oh, no their okay. cat. So I actually did have to go drive her to the, the vet for that. But then um and then the next week of a, a dear friend of mine lost her, like, 19-year-old pet. And now they're saying that cats can get it. And it seems like these older cats, you know, like, a young cat is fine, but it seems like it's just randomly all these old cats are getting, like, just a little bit of it. And it's just enough to push their immune system over the edge. And Wow. Yeah, so that's a whole other thing. It's just, like, it's so unpredictable. And then to have someone in charge who is literally inciting riots in his own country Against the things that he said, it's like it, it just feels like a dream, like it feels like this can't actually be happening. Like,
1: I wouldn't say a dream, dreams, a are, dream. Po- yeah, a dreams are positive, yeah, a nightmare,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, I would, um, oh, that's so I didn't know you were going through that. That is, I don't really so... I'm not like a
0: post on Facebook, no, you're
1: not, I know you're not, but that's really scary. Yeah. Like, I don't know anyone, uh, a neighbor of mine had it. Um, and it's so bizarre how it happens. She did this whole Facebook post about it, and somebody she's in a choir, and she's like, Dude, she's like thirty. she's young, she's thirty two or something. She's in a choir. There's sixty people in this choir. The whole it was right, like beginning of March, she goes to choir practice. One person there had been in Italy and not quarantined, like literally got off the plane an hour later. she's at choir practice. They go to choir. They're in a small room singing, and I guess singing really expels a lot oh, yeah. of yep. um, whatever, air or whatever, spit. And uh, out of the 60 people in the choir, 45 got sick. Yes. And two died.
0: It's crazy. It's crazy and how fast in her you house,
1: die. Yeah, in her house she got it and was really ill but she's like 32 but she was barfing and fainting and like so she got it her son who's like two got it and he gets asthma so he's but her husband and her daughter untouched
0: that's good so fainting's a part of it
1: she it got was, really dizzy and i was weak. like
0: for a while like super fatigued definitely like i was calling them the dropsies where i'd like just start thinking about something and i'd like Fall asleep for a second and drop my phone <laughs> on the ground, like, and it would happen for like every five minutes through an hour, and I couldn't stop it.
1: Wait, that wasn't the two bottles of wine? Oh, no, that
0: was, here's the thing. And you know, at one point, I wasn't drinking. It was like during the day, I was in my car, and it happened, oh. and I like woke up going towards a mailbox, and I'd like veer back onto the road, and I'm like, okay, fuck this noise. Um, <laughs> but that's been the whole thing. It's like, I don't know if I have, if I had it, or it's like, I can't discount how much I've been drinking. So it's like, am I fatigued because of that or was I fatigued because of, right? you know, and I just felt like this thing where I don't think it's necessarily scientifically, um, uh, I don't think the scientists would agree on it, but I have this feeling that be- when you're on a bender, you're like, you're keeping your, em- your immune system in a constant state of just like, uh, you know, DEFCON 4. <laughs> Uh, so I felt like, you know, if I keep going, it'll just keep like freaking out and like, you know, nothing will get in. Nothing. You know, it's like it's just on high alert, you know. But, of course, that's not based on any scientific uh, evidence. But it's just kind of one of those things. I, it's like an instinct. But
1: See, when I get sick, in, in, when I was in college, I was a cocktail waitress. And if I started getting sick or a cold, I would get hammered and it would go away. Yeah. I would drink. I would drink a lot. And, oh. and it would like seriously the alcohol would kill it and i've been drinking um uh when i start to feel that like and everyone feels this now every time you sneeze or do anything you're so paranoid but um when my throat gets that little tingle like i'm about to get sick i i've been chugging that apple cider vinegar yeah well that's really healthy
0: for you and there's a lot of puts that good gut bacteria
1: Right, and, and so that's how I got rid of coronavirus. I think that's yeah. the cure.
0: That's the <laughs> part of my regimen, not the vinegar, but I've been taking a probiotic for sure. Um, I find that it, when I'm on a bender, every time I every time I get off it, I immediately get a cold. Like, within, like, two days of, of kind of stopping, I get a cold. It's almost like there's, like, this bounce back.
1: Well, your body's just like, dude, fuck right. you. I'm yeah. so
0: tired. Yeah, here's a cold. Enjoy. Uh, <laughs> And it's good because actually it helps if you get really sick while you're detoxing because you notice the detoxing much less uh, if you're act- if you're sick sick. Um, but hmm. yeah, so it, it was. It's like I said, I, I could have certainly had it. I don't know. I've been, you know, for a while. I was going to the grocery store, but I haven't really for a while. And why do I wear masks now? And you know, I I just have been motivated to not really do anything uh i have like i I I have wine delivered to my house
1: i Uh, like that you say i've been motivated to not do
0: anything that's awesome i have (laughs) i have wine delivered to my house i actually i'm i'm considered with this this person like i'm the same as like a restaurant account with the volume that i do like i've replaced effectively replaced a restaurant that closed for this person who sells wine (laughs) by ordering wow yeah
1: yeah, you know what? My uh, so I I work at this place. We we do veterinary. Uh, they, they just service veterinary practices, but I, I honestly think I'm probably going to be working from home, even when they go back, because they yeah. they they're like, why do we pay for offices? There's no need. for Oh, because for it's anyone... been fine
0: without them. A... Yeah.
1: It, yeah, like everyone is doing everything by by Zoom. You don't have to drive. You don't have to Look at us doing rent this an show. office. It, exactly. And so I'm like so stoked because I have like this routine and I am not a routine person. They make me squirrely. I get uncomfortable. But now I'm like, I don't know why I'm so peaceful. And I think a huge part of it is that I don't have to get dressed like I don't spend a lot of time, like uh, when you're in an, in an office and you have to do all that and you're like, crap, I got to shower and get dressed and I do all to this stuff. I wear soap. not
0: the same outfit as yesterday.
1: Right. And so I can easily not wear the same outfit as yesterday, but it doesn't, like, it's just such a teeny part of my day. And really women, uh, you know, like I dyed my hair from a box last week, but my roots were like long, like i just don't focus on myself anymore which is really freeing like i don't really care what i look like but also um i am so stressed out by driving because i'm a horrible fucking driver i'm awful (laughs) i have eight i have nine warnings in yarmouth
0: just warnings
1: just warnings, and I have a few tickets.
0: That's crazy that you have nine warnings.
1: Nine warnings. My last ticket. Who wouldn't
0: just start ticketing you at some point?
1: Well, th- the guy, I got pulled over at the high school dropping Poppy off, and it was like November. Yeah. And I passed by him. They pulled over everybody?
0: Yep. Nice. Lights. mom.
1: <laughs> turns, <laughs> fucking turns the lights on, okay? And I just feel like screaming, I don't drink anymore. Can you cut me a fucking break? Like, I feel like I should get a medal for for what I used to be like. Yeah, I think and, you should, too. But I don't say that. He flips the lights on. My daughter's texting me going, are you pulled over? And <laughs> everyone is texting her oh that I'm pulled over. And I'm just like, I felt like going, hey... Um, Can we officer... do this up the road a little bit? <laughs> like... Yeah, Officer Small Dick, yeah. <laughs> could you maybe turn the lights off? Like, you got me in a parking spot in the high school. That's where I pulled over. Oh, do you really need your lights on to humiliate me? He comes over to the car, and he goes, uh, license and I'm like, look, I was dropping my daughter off, and I don't have anything with me because I just was like booking here. Like I haven't even gotten ready for work yet. And I don't have my license. I don't have, and he just takes a deep breath and he's like, Oh Jesus. And so I'm (laughs) like, and so he goes and looks up my stuff and he's like, comes back to the car and he goes, uh, Cornelia, you have eight warnings i'm just like looking at him and he goes i can't in good conscience give you another warning it seems like you're not getting it and he goes (laughs) he says is there something wrong with your car (laughs)
0: you're like funny you mention it it has the mind of its own
1: i'm like i think it's just me and i go it's been so long though since i got a warning i've really been good i have this app and it tells me when i'm speeding and he goes you're right it's been a year and a half and he goes he goes look you're going 30 in a school zone. I'm writing that you're going 29 not in a school zone. And and really he saved me like probably $300. Oh yeah, yeah, easily. So the ticket was only 125 whatever. But
0: the story I get though.
1: out I, I don't know. I get out of tickets. I I know all the cops, so when they come up, I'm like, Oh my god. Yeah. Aren't you the cop that got the fox out of my friend's preschool? <laughs> your your biceps are so You're such big. a hero.
0: You know who doesn't get out of a lot of tickets? Me. <laughs> I, even, I can't remember the last time I got a warning for fucking anything. They're like, No, the second did you know the second DUI I got? I was wearing Versace leather pants that were like a snakeskin, and and, and it was in Yarmouth. (laughs) uh, I just moved back from Chicago. I got like I just lined them up right away. I got like two because I wasn't driving when I lived in Chicago, so I was like used to not dealing with. And I had this like (laughs) 1982 Lincoln Continental that was two-tone turquoise. It was like the Joker's car. with had turquoise leather interior. (laughs) And I had leather pants, and I, I read that the arrest report was amazing. It was like, the air was cool, and the dog was a jackal. Riccio was wearing an open-collar shirt, leather pants, and ankle boots. <laughs> I was like... I said I still have that somewhere because I was like, I can't go to the I would love to see that. Yeah. Uh, you know and they, how and they were I like, yeah, get, no way. I,
1: you know what? I would never get another ticket if I had Versace snakes, snakeskin leather pants. Yeah. I yeah. would just never get a ticket again. It's so different for Back women. in the
0: day when those fit me. I mean, maybe if I had them on now, I wouldn't get a ticket. They'd be very provocative. <laughs> because
1: You could wear them as a mask now.
0: I, I might be able to.
1: <laughs> Just tie them around your face.
0: Yeah, that was my <laughs> Jim Morrison phase, I guess. I don't know what that was.
1: <laughs> God damn, that's beautiful.
0: Yeah, no, it was uh, quite the thing when I when I opened the door to get out and do the sobriety test, and he noticed I was wearing those pants.
1: Um, Yeah, the trouble with all the tickets I've gotten, because I've also gotten speeding tickets, like I've gotten eight warnings, but I've gotten a lot of speeding tickets. My insurance is like, I might as well be like a a 17 year old boy who uh, like drives around with a gun. And like, like that, I bet there are like teenage boys with cheaper insurance than me. I am. uh, uh, It's so expensive. It's like really expensive (laughs) when you get speeding tickets. And I have no idea how many points I have on my license.
0: Well, you can also lose your license for like a month. If you go over like 18 points or something, I don't know. Like, Oh, because they, I remember I was at one point I was selling wine. So I needed to, I needed my car and I had like three in a certain period that were all like more than 15 above the speed limit. Mm -hmm. And those are, I think those are six points a piece. Um, and I remember paying a lawyer, like, $1,500 to try to, like, get it dealt with, and it turned out I didn't have to actually do anything, but he took my money, but apparently it was just <laughs> fine.
1: <laughs> well, I think I can take a class, and then it's cheap. Yeah, like you take defensive
0: driving class or something like that, they knock a couple points off. Yeah,
1: but you know what? The best I
0: thing think... is to do is not get more tickets, and then I know. They just drop off. I know.
1: So, no, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be one of the people that, like... We had a call today, and the guy's like, pretty much saying, "If you want to work from home, this works, and everyone can." We had a forty-person call. Yeah. So, maybe I'll never have to drive again. Don't you have cruise control? I do. When I had to worry about getting another ticket. But it doesn't work when you're busting into a high school trying to get your daughter. No. Thirteen tardies, not from me. Like I'm on time because I drive so fast. Right. But. she has 13 tardy so i was like that's more than ferris
0: bueller (laughs) actually no ferris bueller has been absent nine times not tardy nine times
1: and you know dan and i both live like a three quarters of a mile from the high school no there's no excuse but um you know when you that like there's soccer games and there's a cop park there that cop car is always empty. It's just there for show. Like, oh, there's a cop at the game, kids. Don't go get stoned in the woods near here. Go further in the woods and get right. stoned. like a smart person. Um, so I thought it was empty. So I thought the cop car was empty. Huh. But huh. Well, I need Versace leather snake
0: pills. Well... I mean, there's nothing to do but shop online right now, and I'm sure they're having sales because people aren't, you know, nobody's going into the stores, so.
1: But there's nowhere to get dressed for either, so why would I buy clothes? I don't have to go in the office. I don't oh, have to so go funny. out to they dinner. say
0: you should still fairly often, like, do yourself up as if you're going out to sort of maintain a, you know— like occasionally I put my contacts in and I like you actually groom my beard and you know so I don't look like a caveman uh
1: yeah, I dyed my roots and look, I, I uh, like straightened my hair today, like I have yeah, to, you, you I have to you be look on the
0: same as non quarantine times.
1: Well, I have to be on Zoom calls for work All and right. so you wanna look professional, like you really like you you don't like wake up with drool from napping on your <laughs> like I nap like like yeah, what people you, always FaceTime me and get? I'm
0: always picking up with like laying in bed with my shirt off. I don't care. <laughs> People are like, what are you doing? I'm like, laying in bed. You fucking called me.
1: Dude, the best thing is looking at uh, um, the kids have online classes and I got to say, kids are so funny, dude. Like, these kids are in bed with no shirt on, like, in math class. (laughs) It is so awesome. And there's Uh. one kid, and Poppy knew that this was going to be, like, you know, there's classes where there's kids that are trouble. And it was just, like, it was, like, a month ago, and everyone was just starting to have Zoom, and the kids know – you know, the platform better than the teachers. And so the teacher is explaining it and he's going, now when I call on someone, I'll click on you and then, you know, your your profile will pop up. And so he picks this kid and I don't know why Poppy was videotaping it on her phone. Uh, So on the computer, he he picks this kid, this kid pops up the kid just tilts his computer and moves it back, and it's a poster behind of a row of girls bent over with no pants on. That's the poster. In <laughs> that his sounds very row.
0: 80s. That poster.
1: Did <laughs> it, it have like light up it, stuff it,
0: in it, like the ones with the dude, Ferraris in the garage and whatnot?
1: It was so good. She showed me the video. I'm like, how did you know to videotape this? And she goes, Oh, they. Oh, played. mom, the kids. Yeah, the kid, No, but the kids in that class are just so. They didn't know he was going to get picked on, but the kids in that class are always, you know, they've got fart machines and they like they just torture oh. these teachers, <laughs> and and you know the the kids are running circles around these teachers in terms of like learning online because, you know, they take over the the teachers. They kick the teacher out of the call.
0: Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's oh. so fun to harass teachers, though, isn't it? I mean, like, I It was really... We used to have... See, back in our day, we didn't have Zoom, uh, but we did have things like that AV cart that they'd wheel in to show a movie or whatever. <laughs> you could definitely put a porn a porn in that, and they would start showing it. Um, I remember there was this guy, Mike Adienza in my class. He was a little Filipino dude, like, stocky. And the reason I say this is because it was Father Michalowski. It, it was a religion class. It was at Chevris. And I remember one time we hid Mike inside the podium, and Father, like, started the class. And he was, like, kind of a timid-looking man to begin with. And Mike just, like, ten minutes into the class, Mike just goes, ah, he just jumps out of the podium. It was, you know, just stuff like that. You had to make your own fun Oh you did We would torture um, substitutes I felt
1: so bad for substitute <laughs> teachers I mean they were like just Well they don't have to already, see you that
0: much again I mean, Think
1: about it, they're already broken You know they're sitting there like Oh shit, I gotta go into this stupid high school Ugh. And sit with these kids Take over a syllabus That I don't even know what the hell is And I don't going give
0: on. a shit about like <laughs> This isn't even my thing I'm not a math teacher I found that you could get away with so much more back then too. It was like, I used to, um, you know, sell acid and, and do a ton of acid in high school. I noticed this one time I was on a particularly long, I think i have been tripping for like four days. And this is oh like a Wednesday.
1: God. How are you and alive?
0: Because I'm not meant to die yet. And so I'm in <laughs> class. It's like first period, 7.30. I haven't slept much in the last four, four or five days. And at one point, and this is like the kind of place it was. It's also Chiffres. Um, This was, I think, my senior year or junior year. I can't remember. I think junior. Uh, I just, my go, I put my head down on my notebook, and I just passed out. So I'm just like stone, stone cold asleep, like on the rings of my notebook, in in the class. Yeah. And rather than you know like now, like they would, the teacher wouldn't let anybody wake me up. Four different classes periods changed around me while I was sleeping at the desk. Like I Why woke up and like they wake you up? because they thought it was hilarious. Like I woke up in fifth period and it was like a whole different <laughs> class around me, and I was trying <laughs> to act casual and everybody started laughing. And I had the ring, the ring binder things on my head. And I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, he's like, yeah, welcome back, Joe. And I remember walking out of the cafeteria and everybody stood up and started clapping. <laughs> like <laughs> just, oh, just out. But I mean, they were just so... like, nobody wake them up. So the four, oh four separate classes came and assembled and left around me in this desk <laughs> sleeping. And oh, I, those were the days. Oh yeah, and I always looked like thirty six. So I was buying everybody <laughs> beer. I was buying all like the seniors beer. I was a sophomore, and like, I got. I remember I got, I got caught one time. Um, I wasn't quite. I, I, I was fifteen. And it was like that cops in the shops thing. I remember the guy I was buying beer for a bunch of friends, and I kind of rounded the corner. We had the car parked a little bit away, and then as I was loading it in, like the cruiser comes up, and you know he thinks he's arresting a thirty-something-year-old furnishing the minors. And he's like, "Yeah, I need your ID." I'm like, well, I don't have an ID yet." He's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, I turn sixteen next month." And he's like, "What?" Holy and so he brings shit. me into the story. He goes, "How old do you think this guy is?" The guy's like, "I don't know, twenty-nine, 30. He's like, "Tell me how old you are." I'm like, fifteen <laughs> they were just yeah, then I those are my parents like trying to like do things like not let me grow a beard and all that but I'm like I had the confidence at that point it didn't matter. I could yeah, I had two lives I lived. The one where I was a grown up who went to bars and then the one where I was a kid who bought beer for all my friends. That
1: is insane.
0: Yeah, it was a good time. I loved high school.
1: We had a kid in high school who wanted he he was failing math and to get out of taking the test he had a seizure.
0: <laughs> he had an actual seizure. No. Oh, he faked a seizure. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. how do you, how do you, how do you,
1: <sighs> dude? He, you can like, it's pretty easy to fake a seizure. You just yeah, have you to just be... gotta,
0: you have to. It helps to have seen somebody have one. Yeah. I, I had a friend you, who's an you, epileptic you just, and
1: yeah, you imitate it.
0: Yeah, and you have to get everybody nervous and so it, it make them have a really hard time trying to get you like pushed over so you're not laying on your back so you don't choke on your own, you know, like vomit or tongue. You choke on your own tongue. That's what you can, That's what could <laughs> <what> happen. <laughs>
1: Yeah, imagine. I can't imagine if I was uh, in high school doing these Zoom classes. My kids are so well-behaved. I would have
0: been, like. Oh, my God. God. I just would have had, like, a, like a blow-up doll. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> left. I just put, a, like, a sex toy doll <laughs> in my place. It's peaced out. <laughs> like, with,
1: she's got huge lips. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, but with, like, book <laughs> propped up, you know, like. It all makes Ferris Bueller seem so mild, doesn't it? Like
1: Oh, it does. But like, he was so good, at, though. Like, I love looking at my daughter's classes because I'll, I'll go in there and watch, and it's like, oh, my God, these kids. And the teacher, one of the teachers, God bless him. I mean, he must be on something just not reacting to anything. <laughs> they are throwing shit at this guy. There's, like, a fart machine. Kids are, like, it was so, and he's just, like, he just takes a breath and he goes now if you go on to the next you know he's just ignoring he just doesn't give it yeah he doesn't give it life and so the jokes die and then you're like
0: he was like ray harrington my last guest talking about some of the worst shows he's done, and how he just goes into this autopilot mode and just says, does the set. Doesn't like react to anything the audience is doing, just does his sets, like just as if he's just reading it from a card and just finishes it and walks off, collects his check. And he's like, that's, you know what? That's the best I could do with that. Like, you know, no accounting for what that was.
1: Yeah, we're all doing the best we can.
0: We are. Right? I think I'm doing better. <laughs> definitely okay better.
1: you sound wonderful like you really do you sound great i love talking yeah. to you it's great to connect with you um i am looking forward to there not being uh, a quarantine but i really um i, I guess i'm more like I zoom friends like paper, i'm just not the kind of guy who does paper that paper shit. Off, oh yeah i can take off the
0: oh, yeah um, but I, I don't i'm not saying i really you know you don't want to. <laughs> we can air this stuff out <laughs> later, but it's, uh, yeah, I just don't really feel like it right now um, because I don't know what I would do with that time. Uh... You could get,
1: like, a little, get out- outfits like the little Yarmouth ladies have and walk around. Is that what they do? Yeah, that like, it's, a, you know, you know the, the Yarmouth, like, the uniform that all the chicks wear.
0: And they they do that on like the Zoom calls, or they do it like outside.
1: Outside, it's ah. like a competition for who can be more worky outy. Oh, they yeah. all, yeah, they all look like they're like about to
0: do a triathlon, and well, that's that's exactly what I should do. No, there's plenty of things for, for for me to do besides this. I just, uh, you know how it goes. You of all people know how it goes. I do. Um there's just certain times when you're like, I don't think a huge change to my life right now is, you know, there's <laughs> already been a huge change, you know?
1: I know. This is uh, weird. This fucking weird sucks
0: time. is what it does. It's like... See,
1: it's, I'm I'm the opposite. I'm so into it.
0: I, I was. And this week, I, I don't know what it has I, been I about this week. That, but... This week has really started to make me crack a little bit because it's just like, I'm just... It just, like I said, just the options... Are so limited, and you know the fact that we live in a town doesn't even have a goddamn Chinese restaurant that is a delivering or b even open.
1: I know, but you know what? You're like yeah, well, you're a foodie and you're really really social and you do a lot. I'm what I'm realizing. Like I've always thought because of my personality, I've always been like I'm an extrovert. I'm, well, an, extrovert. I'm an introvert like you are. But... I, I'm really not an extrovert. I just am comfortable in crowds of people because I've just trained myself with discomfort of being in groups to just be sarcastic and make people laugh. Like, like, because I'm so uncomfortable and I think that's why I feel so fucking great because I spend time with, with four people. Like really right. it's me. Like we have dinner with my ex-husband. He's kind of part of our quarantine because the kids are around both of us
0: Yeah,
1: and Gus's girlfriend and my boyfriend and the, we all pretty much have dinner three times a week and different like, and I think I'm an introvert, which is weird because I'm, but.
0: No, it's not. Like, you don't have to, it's like, you don't necessarily want to hang out all the time. Like, just because you have a good personality. For me, I think it's that I, I don't like knowing that I can't. Like, I like knowing I have true. the option of doing things. I know, I know. And when I know that's that it's true. not an option for me, that's when I get squirrely and. I go drive around for like an hour <laughs> just you know
1: Oh thanks for your Indian food uh
0: Oh Taj yeah.
1: recommendation and I got the go cauliflower you told me and we we ordered at 6:15 we got there at 7:15 uh the uh food was ready at 8 like yeah. it oh. was
0: No it, it is was not crazy. known for being prompt
1: <laughs> No and the guy said look we've been
0: closed for 2 weeks It's funny. It's it's just a funny time. Everything is funny. I do a lot of shopping at like on Amazon. I've been cooking a lot of Indian food and I've kind of put together this sort of ultra pantry because I have this like fade on like this
1: huge. Oh, dude, I follow you. I know your ultra pantry because I've looked at all of the spices. It's even more hardcore now
0: though because it's like the Indian part has like multiplied by like 30 things and there's Whoa. like all this really obscure stuff and i like i'm just obsessing over indian food and having to have every single possible component and if i can't find it at like masala mahal i get it at on amazon or wherever um
1: my best friend growing up um was indian and i'm still friends with her she's actually head of the democratic national committee this, and yeah. she is The coolest, her name's Seema, but she used to like have to cook dinner when we got home from school. Like she was like raised well and, um, pickled mango, like it was like spicy mango
0: pickles.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. They were amazing. We, and, and so we'd come home in like sixth grade and be eating like awesome Indian food from this like really cool place that, um, just made all homemade
0: but oh
1: do you ever make those
0: i don't do a lot of pickles but i have had those Uh, i mean they're delicious
1: mangoes oh damn
0: they're good when you go to bingos you get your hot mango wing sauce oh did i have that yeah it's not really all right pickly but it's sweet and spicy um uh so yeah it's funny with this with this sort of you know the 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 episodes that i've been recording remotely they're a little different like I haven't really bothered, um, you know, we have my normal sponsors, um, but I didn't get like a sponsor for the episodes, I'm kind of like everybody's doing their own thing, you know, and it's like, I I haven't even talked about McDonald's, (laughs) I'm just like, ah, that was season one. This has been delightful, I think we're getting, we're getting good at this format, at this, uh, remote format, it was weird at first, but I actually find it just as natural as having you in the actual studio.
1: Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's great. And I love talking to you, so thanks for having me. Yes,
0: thank you for being our first repeat guest. Yay! <laughs> That's you. And uh, <laughs> thank everybody for tuning in. This is uh, Joe Riccio, uh, the Food Coma Podcast, signing off.